0: Welcome to the General Counsel Podcast, where today I'll meditate on several of my blogs about the Chesed of the Lord. My name is Tim Harner. I am a Christian author and apologist, a graduate of Houghton College and of Harvard Law School, where I was an editor of the Harvard Law Review. I post my latest thoughts regularly on my website, timharner.com. For this podcast, please reflect on the questions what does the Hebrew word "hesed" mean? How did Jesus embody the same hesed that saved and nurtured Moses, Israel, David, Micah, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Jerusalem? How does Jesus embody the hesed of the Lord that saves and nurtures you, your family, your church, your business, politics, the government, the nation? civilization, and all humanity today. And now, as I talk, let's pray that the Lord will let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in the sight of the Lord our God, who is our strength and our Redeemer. Hesed blesses forever. David. In the 23rd Psalm, David describes the Hased of the Lord by describing the ways that the Lord is a good shepherd who cares for his sheep. The 23rd Psalm is a beloved psalm of King David that describes the ways that the chesed of the Lord endures forever. The ways that the Hesed of the Lord blesses forever. The word Hassed in Hebrew is translated a number of ways in English. Faithfulness. Psalm 117, verse 2 in the New International Version. Love. Psalm 136 in the New International Version. Mercy. Psalm 136 in the King James Version. Steadfast Love. Psalm 136 in the English Standard Version. Exodus 34, 6-7. Loving Kindness. Psalm 136, New American Standard Bible, and Kindness, Micah, chapter 6, verse 8. Since no one English word captures the richness of the Hebrew word Hesed, I will use the word Hesed in this blog. In the 23rd Psalm, David describes the Hesed of the Lord by describing the ways that the Lord is a good shepherd. Who cares for his sheep. The Lord is faithful. I do not lack anything. The Lord loves me. I rest in green pastures. I walk beside still waters. The Lord is merciful. He restores my soul. The Lord's love is steadfast. He guides me along the right paths. Even when I walk through valleys in the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. His rod and his staff comfort me. He even prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. The Lord's love is kind. He anoints my head with oil. My cup runneth over. His goodness, love, and mercy. His has said will follow me all the days of my life. His Hesed will endure forever. His Hesed will bless me forever. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Walking Humbly with hased, Micah The prophet Micah chose the following famous words to express what it means to love the Lord God and to keep his commandments. The Lord God has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. The prophets Micah and Isaiah prophesied when King Hezekiah, Jerusalem and its temple, barely survived the Assyrian invasion that destroyed most of the rest of Israel. In these desperate circumstances, Micah, Isaiah, and Hezekiah depended on the hesed of the Lord God. The word hesed in Hebrew is translated a number of ways in English. Faithfulness, Psalm 117, verse 2 in the New International Version. Love, Psalm 136 in the New International Version. Mercy, mercy. Psalm 136 in the King James Version. Steadfast Love. Psalm 136 in the English Standard Version. Exodus chapter 34, verses 6 through 7. Loving Kindness. Psalm 136 in the New American Standard Bible. Kindness. Micah chapter 6, verse 8. Since no one English word captures the richness of the Hebrew word chesed, I will use the word chesed in this blog. At Mount Sinai, when the Lord God gave Israel the Ten Commandments, He said that He punishes the children for the sin of the parents to the third or fourth generation of those who hate Him, but shows chesed to a thousand generations of those who love Him and keep his commandments. The Lord came down in the cloud, and stood there on Mount Sinai with Moses, and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining his said to thousands of generations, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. Prophet Micah, the prophet Isaiah, and King Hezekiah lived at a time when Israel and its people were being punished for the sins of their generation and of previous generations. Nevertheless, Micah, Isaiah, and Hezekiah had faith that the chesed of the Lord would save Israel, nurture Israel, establish the work of Israel's hands, and bless people forever, not only in their lifetimes, but for thousands of generations of those who love the Lord and keep his commandments. The prophet Micah chose the following famous words. To express what it means to love the Lord God and to keep His commandments. The Lord God has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. To act justly and to love mercy by walking humbly with God. It sounds as if the Lord God requires we mortals to act, love, and walk humbly with Hesed, It sounds as if the Lord God requires we mortals to act, love, and walk humbly with faithfulness, love, mercy, steadfast love, loving kindness, and kindness. The blessings from acting, loving, and walking with Hesed aren't limited to us as individual mortals. The blessings from acting, loving, and walking with chesed extend to our communities of wisdom, families, businesses, nations, and civilizations forever. As the prophet Micah put it, In the last days the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the highest of the mountains. It will be exalted above the hills, and peoples will stream to it. Many nations will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Israel. He will teach us his ways, so that we may walk in his paths. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between many peoples, and will settle disputes for strong nations far and wide. They will beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war any more. Everyone will sit under their own vine and under their own fig tree, and no one will make them afraid, for the Lord Almighty has spoken. Hoping in his said, Jeremiah after the Babylonians destroyed Jerusalem and its temple, Jeremiah wrote Lamentations to capture the horrors when the Lord forsakes us, and to witness to Jeremiah's faith that, nevertheless, the Heset of the Lord endures and blesses forever. Despite witnessing such horrors, Jeremiah still hoped in the chesed of the Lord that endures forever and the Heset of the Lord that blesses forever. Jeremiah wrote, My soul is downcast within me, yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. About 100 years after the time when the Hesed of the Lord saved Jerusalem and its temple from destruction by the Assyrian Empire, Jerusalem and its temple were destroyed by King Nebuchadnezzar and his Babylonian Empire. Why didn't the Hesed of the Lord, that endures forever, save Jerusalem and its temple from destruction by the Babylonians? The word has said in Hebrew is translated a number of ways in English faithfulness Psalm 117 verse 2 in the New International Version love Psalm 136 in the New International Version mercy Psalm 136 in the King James Version steadfast love Psalm 136 in the English Standard Version, Exodus chapter 34, verses 6 through 7. Loving Kindness, Psalm 136 in the New American Standard Bible. Kindness, Micah chapter 6, verse 8. Since no one English word captures the richness of the Hebrew word has said, I will use the word has said in this blog. The Lord explained at Mount Sinai that He shows his said to a thousand generations of those who love Him and keep His commandments. Indeed, the Lord God proclaimed that He is the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining his said to thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. By saving Jerusalem and its temple from destruction by the Assyrians, despite wickedness, rebellion, and sin by Israel, the Lord God manifested his Hesed. He was compassionate, gracious, and slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. But now, about a century later, the Lord God did not save Jerusalem and its temple destruction by the Babylonians. As the Lord God warned on Mount Sinai, his hesed does not always protect people and the nations from the consequences of their wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Sometimes the Lord God punishes the children for the sins of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate him. In other words, the bad consequences of my bad choices can blight the lives of my children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. And so it was in the time of Jeremiah. After the Babylonians destroyed Jerusalem and its temple, Jeremiah wrote Lamentations to witness to the horrors when the Lord forsakes us, and to witness to Jeremiah's faith that despite such horrors, The chesed of the Lord endures and blesses forever. Similar ideas are expressed in Psalm 22, a psalm of David. Jeremiah wrote, My eyes fail from weeping. I am in torment within. My heart is poured out on the ground, because my people are destroyed. Because children and infants faint in the streets of the city. Those killed by the sword are better off than those who die of famine. Racked with hunger, they waste away for lack of food from the field. With their own hands, compassionate women have cooked their own children, who became their food when my people were destroyed. And yet, despite witnessing such horrors, Jeremiah still hoped in the Heset of the Lord that endures forever in the Heset of the Lord that blesses forever. Jeremiah wrote, My soul is downcast within me, yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. At this point, I want to start singing the hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness, a favorite hymn that is based on these meditations of Jeremiah, and on Jeremiah's faith in the chesed of the Lord that endures and blesses forever. For as Jeremiah wrote, Despite the utter destruction of Jerusalem and its temple, there will come a time when there will be heard once more the voices of bride and bridegroom, and the voices of those who bring thank-offerings to the house of the Lord, saying, Give thanks to the Lord Almighty, for the Lord is good. His Hesed endures forever. Hesed returns Israel to Jerusalem. The pandemic is being overcome by the miracle of vaccines whose effectiveness will fade away. The Babylonian exile and the destruction of Jerusalem and its temple were overcome by the miracle of the Hesed of the Lord that endures and blesses forever. About seventy years after the Israelites were exiled to Babylon and after Jerusalem and its temple were destroyed, the Hesed of the Lord moved the Persians to permit a remnant of the Israelites to return to Jerusalem to rebuild its temple. Psalm 126 expresses the joy of these exiles when they returned to Jerusalem. When the Lord brought back the captives to Jerusalem, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord, like streams in the desert. Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. Many translations prefer to translate the first verse of this psalm to read as follows, When the Lord restored the fortunes of Jerusalem. This translation gives a useful practical understanding of the psalm. It expands its applications to people and nations in innumerable situations, not solely to the people who returned from their exile in Babylon seventy years after Jerusalem and its temple were destroyed. Who has not known the sorrow of being exiled from those people and places we love? Who has not known the joy of being restored to those people and places we love? The pandemic exiled us from people and places we love, and now we sing songs of joy when the vaccine restores us to those people and places we have missed for so long. For example, in about a month, our family will be singing zippity doo Day and many other songs of joy when we go to Disneyland with our six-year-old grandson. Yet the horrors inflicted by the pandemic for about a year are minuscule compared with the horrors inflicted for about 70 years by the exile in Babylon and by the destruction of Jerusalem and its temple. The pandemic is being overcome by the miracle of vaccines whose effectiveness will fade away. The Babylonian exile and the destruction of Jerusalem and its temple were overcome by the miracle of the chesed of the Lord that endures and blesses forever. It's no wonder that the Heset of the Lord gives people and nations the joy of the Lord that endures and blesses forever. It's no wonder that the people who returned from exile to rebuild, restore, and resurrect Jerusalem and its temple saying to the Lord with praise and thanksgiving, He is good. His said toward Israel endures forever. It's no wonder that Ezra and Nehemiah told the people who established the work of their hands by rebuilding, restoring, and resurrecting Jerusalem and its temple, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Jesus embodies said, the vision of Isaiah. Jesus told the people in his hometown synagogue that his life embodies the vision of Isaiah, proclaiming good news to those physically and spiritually poor, proclaiming freedom for those physically and spiritually prisoners, proclaiming recovery of sight for those physically and spiritually blind, setting the physically and spiritually oppressed free, and proclaiming the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus proclaimed that his life embodies the Hesed of the Lord God. Jesus embodies the vision of Isaiah. The word Hesed in Hebrew is translated a number of ways in English. Faithfulness, Psalm 117, verse 2 in the New International Version. Love, Psalm 136 in the New International Version. Mercy, Psalm 136 in the King James Version. Steadfast Love, Psalm 136 in the English Standard Version. Exodus chapter 34, verses 6 and 7. Loving Kindness, Psalm 136 in the New American Standard Bible. Kindness, Micah 6, verse 8. Since no one English word captures the richness of the Hebrew word hesed, I will use the word hesed in this blog. Early in his public ministry, Jesus spoke of the hesed of the Lord that endures and blesses forever. While teaching in his hometown synagogue in Nazareth, Jesus quoted these famous passages from Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. When the eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him, Jesus said, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. In essence, Jesus was telling the people in his hometown synagogue that his life embodies the vision of Isaiah, proclaiming good news to those physically and spiritually poor, proclaiming freedom for those physically and spiritually prisoners, proclaiming recovery of sight for those physically and spiritually blind setting the physically and spiritually oppressed free, and proclaiming the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus was proclaiming that his life embodies the Hesed of the Lord God. Jesus was proclaiming that his life embodies the Hesed, it shows love to a thousand generations of those who love the Lord God and who keep his commandments. Jesus was proclaiming that his life embodies the Hesed of the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands of generations, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Jesus embodies Hesed, fulfilling the law of Moses and the prophets. Jesus embodies, has said, the law of Moses and the prophets. Furthermore, in his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus teaches the crowds the wisdom to embody, has said, in their lives, their communities of wisdom, their families, their businesses, their nations, and their civilizations. Jesus embodies, has said, the law of Moses and the prophets. Jesus told the crowds gathered for his sermon on the mount, "Do not think that I have come to abolish the law of Moses or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. The law of Moses teaches us that the Lord God shows his said to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. The law of Moses teaches us about the lord the lord the compassionate and gracious god slow to anger abounding in love and faithfulness maintaining his said to thousands of generations and forgiving wickedness rebellion and sin the law of moses teaches us to love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength the prophets teach us what it means to love the lord our god with all our heart and with all our soul and with all our strength he has shown you o oh mortal what is good and what does the lord require of you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your god micah chapter 6 verse 8 let justice roll on like a river Righteousness like a never-failing stream. Amos chapter 5, verse 24 The word has said in Hebrew is translated a number of ways in English. Faithfulness. Psalm 117, verse 2 of the New International Version. Love. Psalm 136 in the New International Version. Mercy. Psalm 136 of the King James Version. Steadfast Love. Psalm 136 of the English Standard Version. Exodus chapter 34, verses 6 through 7. Loving Kindness. Psalm 136 of the New American Standard Bible. Kindness. Micah chapter 6, verse 8. Since no one English word captures the richness of the Hebrew word, Hesed, I will use the word Hesed in this blog. In His Sermon on the Mount, Jesus teaches the crowds the wisdom to embody Hesed in their lives, their communities of wisdom, their families, their businesses, their nations, and their civilizations. In His Sermon on the Mount, Jesus commands the crowds to act, love, and walk humbly with chesed. In his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus commands the crowds to let said roll on like a river and righteousness like a never-ending stream. In his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus commands the crowds to embody the faithfulness of said. How? by faithfully putting the words of Jesus into practice, so that when rain comes, streams rise, and winds blow and beat, their lives, communities of wisdom, families, businesses, nations, and civilizations will not fall. Why? Because their lives, their communities of faith, their families, their businesses, their nations, and their civilizations are built on Hesed; they embody Hesed In his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus commands the crowds to embody the love and steadfast love of Hesed How? By loving their enemies and praying for those who persecute them. In his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus commands the crowds to embody the mercy of Hesed How? by forgiving their debtors, forgiving those who trespass against them, and forgiving anyone else who sins against them. In his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus commands the crowds to embody the loving kindness and kindness of his said. How? By blessing those who are poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. By blessing those who mourn, for they will be comforted. By blessing the meek, for they will inherit the earth. By blessing those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. By blessing the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. By blessing the pure in heart, for they will see God. By blessing the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God by blessing those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of righteousness. Then, when he finished his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus himself embodied the Hesed of the Lord God that endures and blesses forever, the said of the Law of Moses and the Prophets. How? By putting his words in the Sermon on the Mount into practice, by touching a leper, And healing him. Jesus embodies Hesed, sowing the ideals of the Law of Moses and the Prophets. Why do people fail to understand what they hear about the Hesed of the Lord God that endures and blesses forever? Why do people fail to perceive when they see the Hesed of the Lord God that endures and blesses forever? Why are people's hearts calloused so they do not understand and perceive the said of the Lord that endures and blesses forever? Jesus explained this tragedy in his parable of the sower. The words of Jesus embody said, fulfilling the ideals of the law of Moses and the prophets. Indeed, the very life of Jesus embodies His said fulfilling the ideals of the Law of Moses and the Prophets. The word said in Hebrew is translated a number of ways in English. Faithfulness, Psalm 117, verse 2 of the New International Version. Love, Psalm 136 in the New International Version. Mercy, Psalm 136 in the King James Version. Steadfast love, Psalm 136 in the English Standard Version, Exodus chapter 34, verses 6 and 7. Loving kindness, Psalm 136 in the New American Standard Bible. Kindness, Micah chapter 6, verse 8. Since no one English word captures the richness of the Hebrew word has said, I will use the word said" in this blog. By the time of Jesus' public ministry, why hadn't these ideals of said already been fulfilled in people's lives, communities of wisdom, families, businesses, nations, and civilizations? After all, shouldn't everyone welcome the way of said, the way of Jesus? The way of faithfulness, love, mercy, steadfast love, loving kindness, and kindness? Jesus explained this tragic failure of people to understand and follow the way of said by quoting this passage from Isaiah. You will be ever hearing but never understanding. You will be ever seeing but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. To this very day, why do people fail to understand when they hear about the Hesed of the Lord God that endures and blesses forever? To this very day, why do people fail to perceive when they see the Hesed of the Lord God that endures and blesses forever? To this very day, why are people's hearts calloused so they do not understand and perceive the chesed of the Lord that endures and blesses forever? Jesus explained this tragedy in his parable of the sower. In some people, the words of Hesed are like seeds cast on a path where birds eat them. The words don't take root in the lives of these people. In some people, the words of Hesed are like seeds cast on rocky, shallow soil. The roots of Hesed in the lives of these people are too frail and shallow to sustain the growth of Hesed. They receive the words of Hesed with joy, but they fall away when their lives are afflicted by troubles and persecutions. In some people, the words of said are like seeds cast among thorns and weeds. As these people go on their way, the growth of their said is choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, so that they do not mature. In contrast, in some people the words of said are like seeds cast on good soil. These people with good and noble hearts hear the words of said retain them, and by persevering, produce an abundant crop. Fortunately, the words and life of Jesus embody his said. Fortunately, the good and noble heart of Jesus is persevering to produce an abundant crop of people who love the Lord their God, who love his said with all their hearts and with all their souls and with all their strength, Fulfilling the ideals and words of the Law of Moses and the Prophets. Jesus embodies said, saving lost sheep, lost coins, and lost sons. To dramatize various aspects of said, Jesus told stories about a faithful shepherd saving his lost sheep. A diligent woman finding her lost coin and the kind father restoring his lost sons. In these stories about saving lost sheep, lost coins, and lost sons, Jesus foreshadowed his crucifixion and his resurrection. His crucifixion embodied the faithfulness, love, mercy, steadfast love, loving kindness and kindness needed to save lost sheep, lost coins, and lost sons. His resurrection embodies the joy that fills heaven when this hesed saves lost sheep, lost coins, and lost sons. His resurrection embodies this hesed that endures and blesses forever. In the 15th chapter of Luke, Jesus tells three stories that dramatize the hesed of the Lord God. That endures and blesses forever, the chesed that the words and the very life of Jesus embody. To dramatize various aspects of chesed, the stories tell us about a faithful shepherd saving his lost sheep, a diligent woman finding her lost coin, and a kind father restoring his lost sons. The word has said in Hebrew is translated a number of ways in English. Faithfulness, Psalm 117, verse 2 in the New International Version. Love, Psalm 136 in the New International Version. Mercy, Psalm 136 in the King James Version. Steadfast love, Psalm 136 in the English Standard Version, Exodus chapter 34, verses 6 and 7. Loving Kindness, Psalm 136 in the New American Standard Bible. Kindness, Micah 6.8 Since no one English word captures the richness of the Hebrew word hesed, I will use the word hesed in this blog. In a story told by Jesus, a shepherd leaves 99 of the 100 sheep in his flock and goes after the one lost sheep until he finds it. And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. The faithfulness and steadfast love of Hesed motivate the shepherd to search for his lost sheep. The loving kindness and kindness of Hasid motivate the shepherd to put the exhausted, scared sheep across his shoulders and to carry the sheep home. In a story told by Jesus, the woman lights a lamp, sweeps her house, and searches carefully until she finds her lost coin. The woman manifests the faithfulness and steadfast love of Hasid, as she diligently searches for her lost coin. In a story told by Jesus, a father loses both his sons. The younger son rudely left home, taking half of his father's wealth with him. This son squandered all his inheritance, showing up penniless and starving in his father's village. Nevertheless, his father humiliates himself in front of the whole village in order to restore his lost son. Filled with compassion, the father manifests love, mercy, and kindness by running through the village, embracing his son, kissing him, clothing him in the best robe, putting a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet, and inviting the whole village to a welcome home party where they can celebrate by feasting on a fattened calf. The elder son, who has stayed home working hard and living frugally, is mad. Now he rebels. He throws a temper tantrum and refuses to come to the welcome home party. The father manifests his love, mercy, and kindness towards the elder son by once again humiliating himself in front of the whole village. Earlier that very same day, The father had humiliated himself in front of the whole village how by running through the village in an undignified fashion and by overlooking his younger son's former rebellious arrogant selfish behavior now the father humiliates himself again in front of the whole village how by leaving the welcome home party in order to extend love Mercy and kindness to his elder son, overlooking his elder son's rebellious, arrogant, selfish behavior. With these stories, Jesus dramatizes the Hesed of the Lord God that endures and blesses forever. As we've seen in my podcast about the Hesed of the Lord, this Hesed saved and nurtured Moses, this Hesed saved and nurtured Israel. This has said established the work of Moses' hands. This has said blessed David forever. Micah taught us to walk humbly in this has said. Jeremiah taught us to hope in this has said. This has said returned Israel to Jerusalem and rebuilt the temple. The words and the very life of Jesus embody this has said. And so, in these stories about saving lost sheep, lost coins, and lost sons, Jesus foreshadowed his crucifixion and his resurrection. His crucifixion embodied the faithfulness, love, mercy, steadfast love, loving kindness, and kindness needed to save lost sheep, lost coins, and lost sons. His resurrection embodies the joy that fills heaven when this has said saves lost sheep, lost coins, and lost sons. His resurrection embodies this has said that endures and blesses forever. And so, we have faith that we are more than conquerors through Hesed, for we are convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the hased of the Lord God that endures and blesses forever. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast today. If you did, please share it with a friend and find me on Facebook Instagram, and threads, as well as on my website, timharner.com. My blogs may be found on my website, timharner.com, where they set forth the names of related blogs and of citations to sources, including the scriptures. Until we are together again, may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord turn his face toward us and give us peace.